0: Good evening, and welcome to uh, San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, Joining me, Rafa. How are you? Pretty good. How are you, Harry? Any fun trips this this past week? Uh,
1: Just nothing local, nothing far. By the at the end of the end of the month, I will be in the Austin area. Poor you! Sorry, (laughs) traveling to barbecue country
0: uh so uh scott uh, sent a message out that uh five years ago today actually him and i recorded our first uh podcast uh, first of many 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 so uh try to get scott on but uh memory serves right it's uh he's got a, a birthday in the family so uh we'll have to see if we can get him on at least one episode for at least two minutes uh if we can interrupt him at, at some point but uh Rafa, a lot to get to. Short period of yeah. time. Two week, week two of of UIL. Um, getting towards the end of the season for taps, right? The, yeah. About another month Very left uh, for them for the regular season, and then playoff time for them. So we've got some standings to go over. Uh, starting next week, we'll have you know we're you know where everybody will be in districts. We'll we'll actually have the schedule uh, out, and I might actually see if I can get that put together. <coughs> Uh, this week or this weekend, and, and start to to post that up a little bit more, so that way we can go through Rafa's rankings. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: How soon? Probably more likely next week. Yeah, more after a little next weekend. Yeah,
0: because I'll have another.
1: You- I'll have another one for the. Like I said, in two weeks, I'll have the other one for the fifth 50, fifty for statewide. So that that'll be interesting then as well.
0: Any uh, thoughts on how you're going to do it this year? Is it going to be top ten of each? You know, kind. Uh, what are we
1: doing? No, we're doing we're doing pound for pound.
0: pound, for pound. pound
1: for pound. Whether it's four eight, five eight, six eight, it's pound for pound. So,
0: but you know, top ten, top seven. What, Probably, I might do top fifteen. Top fifteen.
1: Since and a couple, maybe pound. some honorable mentions.
0: Depends on who's out, who's in type situation. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's get to it here uh, for it here. Um, and as always, uh, you know, a lot of these stats, TAPS comes from rank one. Uh, for UIL, that comes from Max Preps and uh, essays, uh, uh, mysa.com, who does a good job. Uh, just like with last week, uh, we can only report what coaches uh, put on here. I did see some fill in a little bit better, but uh, you know, still, still some gaps uh, of teams that you know have not uh, uploaded here. Uh, so, uh, District One, uh, or, yeah, District One, uh, Region Two, I guess is what it is. Uh, Central Catholic uh 3 zero in District uh, Saint Prius X nine uh, one, so better overall record, but uh, one loss. Uh, two Central Catholic, uh, Antonian, uh, one and two, kind of a little bit surprised villages, St. Thomas and Tomball uh, through here. So uh, your thoughts on how uh, District 1, uh, Region 2 is looking for taps?
1: Uh, I mean, what you can say about Central Catholic, I think I think they've kind of t- t- turned turned, uh, turned the corner. I-, I know they went up to the North Texas Elite Showcase, and they did well there, and I think that really has helped them kind of, Solidify what they're going to do here in the second round of, of, of district play. And like I said, I, I think they'll have full control of this. I think they have full control of this district. I, I don't see um, maybe maybe St. Pius might see on the second go around they play again, maybe give them a challenge. But I, I do see Central Catholic winning this district. As far as Antonio, uh, hopefully they get some wins so uh, that way they can get into the playoffs as well. Uh, like I said, I went to one of their games early in the season. So, you know, they had a little. That little setback, but I think they have the talent enough to get into the playoffs.
0: Move it on to uh, District Two, Region Four, uh, Boys. Uh, Laredo St. Augustine four and one in District the TMI. You mentioned this last week that you expected them to kind of step up. They have Brownsville three and one in District uh, SA uh, Christian Lions three and two. Uh, St. Mary's uh, two and two, and, and St. Anthony, uh, Anthony Catholic and Victoria St. Joseph uh, still yet to get a win in district uh, for that here, but that uh, that four spot could be a battle between uh, San Antonio Christian and St. Mary's.
1: Yeah, and and like I said, they'll be facing up pretty soon again, and it, it's it's probably going to come down to who can get who win that second round game, and also if they can, as far as the if they can get some points off from some of the other top teams, whether it's Bronzile or, you know, TMI, TMI is in good range of winning the district too. I, I think they're gonna have to battle it out with Laredo St Augustine and Bronzo St Joseph. I think it's gonna come down to those three. Um, St Anthony's, I don't think they'll have an opportunity to get into that last challenge, that last spot, last last playoff spot. But like I said, we it's gonna be nice that hopefully they have three San Antonio teams representing us there in taps for for five A.
0: But you mentioned the Valley is pretty strong um as well here so and especially at this level this is what 5A for yeah. you know, for private school um so um you know always good to have some Valley representation you know from you down south of course we want San Antonio to do well but uh, long commutes uh for well you know long long district games long, yeah. <laughs> long drive for district here uh, moving to uh, District Three, Region Four, uh, the Atonement Academy still three and zero. Corpus Christi Ward three and one. Corpus Christi Saint uh, John Paul two and zero in District got their two wins. New Braunfels Canyon two and one. Church John Paul one and two. Kerrville one and two. Geneva on the boys side is off to a slow start. And then Holy Cross as, as you yet to get a get a victory this week here. But uh any concerns about Church John Paul uh making the playoffs?
1: Yeah, that's well you know they've been a, a good consistent team making the playoffs and gonna go deep. You know, this could maybe this could be a rebuilding year for them. You know, well, they're the still a little
0: bit tougher as well, right? Yeah,
1: that that too, because there's more teams. Uh, the, like I mentioned, the surprise team is the atonement, you know, just to make that turnaround from that switch from last year, you know, last year was their first year playing the, the winter soccer, you know, cause they were used to custom playing fall. Some of the even smaller teams now they've moved up in classification and this year, they're like, I said, on the, on the top of the district, um, like still said, early, but still early, but that's a good sign for them, you know, to get into the playoffs and also challenge for that district title. Um, you know, Nebraska Christian, I think they're like I said, they're still in the loop too, so you know, they may end up battling out with uh, uh John Paul II for that last playoff spot.
0: Moving on to the girls' side here, uh, Antonian, uh, on the ladies' side here, uh, 15 1 and 3, 4 0 in district, uh, St. Agnes, uh, 3 0 in district, Eastern St. Prius, 3 and 2, uh, of San Antonio. Uh, two and two, Tomball, Ball, uh, Concordia Lutheran, two and two. Um, looks like Incarno Ward's going to be in a fight for that fourth slot, uh, possibly third uh, third slot there uh, for the year. I'm not sure if they can get up to the top two, but you know, looks like a, th- a three team race for you know, those final two slots.
1: Yeah, and, like I said last year, they had a disappointing season, but I think they've bounced back from it. Um, even though, like I said, they've played already, 20, you can see they've already played 22 games, so, but that's good for them, so they get some, especially a lot of those are non-district games, mm-hmm. so that's, it's going to help them, you know, this, you know, for this second round of, of, of district play, and what you can you say about San Antonio, and girl, uh, the Lady Apaches, Uh they had a good uh showing at the Northeast uh, ISD Girls Showcase, I think they went undefeated in that mm-hmm. showcase, and uh, they, uh, they've kind like I said, they hopefully make another run like they did last year. So that, it seems that they have a good grip onto that district title. And then it's probably, like I said, probably come down to with that game against St. Agnes. But I feel confident. I think they'll end up winning the district title.
0: Moving to uh, uh, District 2, Region 4, San Antonio Christian, 9 4 1, 4 0, St. Anthony. Uh, St. Anthony Catholic uh, two and one, TMI two and one, uh, St. Mary's uh, Coach Cano two and two, uh, Laredo Augustine still hasn't had anything on the board, and uh, Victoria St. Joseph Josephs only one, so still kind of early. Um, uh, Christians kind of held its own, uh, but it'll be interesting to kind of see how you know Victoria and Laredo uh, if they are playing. Um. You know, how they how they sh- how they shape up uh you know for that right here. Um any surprises out of this one here? Say like St- St- well
1: Saint St. Anthony's been the surprise, like I said, I did go I did go to that I did live stream the game between them and the St. Mary's Hall and you know they had a comeback victory and it was a good con- confidence booster for them and look it's put them in a good spot as far as you know to the play. you know, the pathway into the playoffs. Uh, TMI. I'm kind of a little surprised with them. They've kind of slipped off a little bit, but I think they're still in contention. I think St. Mary's Hall still still has a good shot, you know, moving up. You know, as far as maybe getting this, the second seed of the for the district. I know they've had some players with some injuries, but I think they'll be they'll be healthy pretty soon, and I think they'll get back they'll get back at it. But like I said, like I said, San Antonio Christian's pretty much has a lock on this on this district. Uh, like I said, I did see them play. Very talented team, and I know, I know they had a loss with Bernie, with Bernie Hyde, but they did challenge them, and they had a pretty, a pretty good midfield, a really good forward up front that really was putting balls in the net. So there's a keep an eye on them. They can, like I said, they could make a run in the in that four in the in that five A playoff come February.
0: Moving to uh, District Three, Region Four, uh, New Braunfels Christian Academy, eight and two, two and zero in District. Shirts, uh, John Paul II, 16-4-1, uh, only played one district game and won it. Geneva is still undefeated, 1-0 uh, in district, and then Atonement, 4-4-1, four, four split so far. San Marcos Academy, 1-5, uh, but they do have that one win in district. Uh, Corp, you know, Corpus Christi, uh, St. John Paul 2, just uh, the loss, and the Holy Cross. Uh, it, you know it's been a long year for them. Four, uh, four, fifteen and one, but no one two in district here. But to me, uh, to me it comes down to Can Geneva and New Braunfels Christian challenge uh, John Paul.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know this this go like I said, these next few weeks gonna we'll see who starts separating themselves. I I still think John Paul is like I said still the favorite, but just to keep an eye. Like I said, you know I think. Sentinel Broncos Christian and Geneva really are going to give them a, a challenge for this. And who's to say, they don't challenge them also in, in the playoffs as well. They could meet again. So uh, oh, that's good it, though, right? To good, have, yeah. have
0: a little bit of a little bit of a test uh, in the playoffs here, or, or pardon me, in the regular season.
1: Yeah. Cause you know, you want to play, t- t- you want to have a good district, uh, you know, tough teams. Cause that does also prepare not only in the non-district, but also in the district play because it gets you ready for the playoffs. And like I said, and then, you know, in a lot of the times you may s- end up seeing a district opponent again, like in round three. And this is, like I said, you know, you, you know, teams are going to be look a lot different by those times, but now, you know, they're the, the focus right now is on that district title. And then, like I said, it's going to, it's kind of similar to what we saw last year with, with district 29, 6A, mm-hmm. you know, it, it came down to three teams and, and you know, if one knocks off the other one, it could cost them the district title and so forth. So I, I think that's maybe the same scenario that, you know, come towards the end, the beginnings of February once the, once the TAPs playoff start and so forth. We'll see who starts to kind of separate themselves here.
0: So moving to UIL, 4A, uh, a um, little bit shaky when it comes to reporting uh, games played. Um, Just out of curiosity, obviously 6A, 5A, you know, especially the high-end schools, um, they typically play, you know, in in the showcases, the tournaments through here. The 4A schools, you know, they don't seem to have the same amount of games. Is it just that they, you know, they don't have the same opportunities at tournaments or, you know, just kind of trying to get a difference of, you know, what, it seems like that they don't have the same amount of games, if that makes sense.
1: It, it, it depends on the district. Um, I know, like for some of the four A teams this week, um, some of them are still playing tournaments or, or showcases. Like I saw with the boys, four A boys, we have the Wimberley Texan Cup. We also have a uh, Canyon Lakes hosting one, uh, hosting one. Uh, who was the third one? There there was another First, another or one.
0: the extra week.
1: Yeah. You know, like even even in five A, we still have the the governor's cup, you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: for you know for the ladies, uh, but you know for four A, like I said, there's still some good tournaments around because a lot of the four A districts, a lot of them are a lot smaller. You know, depending on some districts, and they don't have the eight or the traditional eight or nine or ten team. Some are le- have less, but like I said, here at twenty it's twenty six, you know, four A, you know, they'll they only have seventeen, so they do have an extra week to play you know, some extra non-district games. And usually those play those four, A type tournaments. Cause they will, those are the teams they'll see in the playoffs. So it's, that's, a, it's kind of a preparation for them right before they get into their, into the meat of the district play.
0: So looking at the district 26 boys, four, uh, a uh, Wimberley five, Oh, and one Bernie four, and one, comeal uh, Davenport four, and two, uh, Fredericksburg two, and one Canyon Lake, uh, one and two, Bandera. One and five, and, and Great Hearts. Uh, no, no games reported as of yet. Um, I think it's going, you know, early season, kind of what you predicted, right? With the mm-hmm. exception maybe Canyon Lake being a little bit uh, not having results. Yeah, that's a little
1: surprise from them. I thought I thought they would have a.
0: Now it's you know, only three games, to be fair. Yeah,
1: it's only three games. Yeah, and like I said, they're also hosting their tournament this week, so we'll see how what kind of results they have. You know, I know they're playing a lot of the top 4A teams in the win the region, um, so we'll see after this week what what type of record they'll have. Uh, Bernie, like I said, Bernie doesn't shy away to play anybody. Um, they had, a, you know, they played in the Alamo Heights tournament. You know, they only had one loss, which, you know, they're playing against top 5A, 6A eight, eight teams, and, and that's kind of like the recipe. They're they help them get succeed not only in the district play, but also into the playoffs. Uh, surprises with the Wimberley Texans. They they're they off to a good start, and they're hosting their cup, the Texan Cup, this weekend as well. We'll see what type of results they have. Uh, Davenport, uh, they just played in that Southwest IZ showcase, and that a tough loss. I was actually <laughs> I live streamed that game. Uh, they're up three nothing. You know, kind of ten minutes into the second half, and then there was a PK. They they gave up a PK, and that kind of changed the momentum of the game, and they ended up dropping that game um four to three but i think but i think they bounced back last night so i think they'll this they should be fine like i said they'll, they'll be they'll contend but i still like i said for me the fair it's still going to be bernie i think it's going to be down between bernie and wimberly but i think bernie is going to pull off and pull away and end up winning that district
0: moving to 27 boys uh kind of top heavy actually lavernia 7-1-1 kennedy seven-four-one, uh memorial uh Kind of caught me off guard when I was looking at it. Six, two and one. Gonzalez five, six and one. Fox Tech uh three and six and Yokum Bulldogs uh you know only three games uh played oh and two and one. But uh Lavernia, Kennedy and Memorial uh had a pretty good preseason, but you know, heading mm-hmm. in, in the district.
1: Yeah, Lavernia, I know they're going to play this weekend at, at Canyon Lake, at the Canyon Lake tournament. Uh, I saw some of the games are playing some. They're playing Cole. I think Burnett, I forgot who they're playing first, but I, I think they'll be one of the first for that tournament. Uh, the surprise has been the Kennedy Rockets. You know, they've been successful. I think them dropping down from 5A to 4A really helped because they're playing teams that, you know, as far as population wise, they can match up with. And same thing with Memorial because they're, you know, their sister schools for the Edgewood ISD. I think that's helped them out. And I think they're going to probably, those two are going to give some. Give Laverne a runner there for their money as far as the district title. Um, the last playoff spot, I think, it's going to come down to either Fostec or, or Gonzalez. Gonzalez might have the edge because they perennially per for forty, they've had some good teams the last few years. You know, making the playoffs in a couple in a couple runs there. So, and then I, I just don't see Yoka maybe competing in this in this you know with for this district. Chance. Yeah. So, but it, this is a probably like this is a five team as far as. Playoffs—it's a five-team race, but for the district for the district title, this could be—I think the top three teams—I think those are going to be ones are going to challenge for the for, for the championship.
0: Moving to uh, 28 boys, uh, Floresville. Um, this is a district that hasn't reported a lot of games. I don't know if they haven't played or along those lines. Floresville, three and oh one. Pleasanton, four three two. Hondo, Somerset, Uvalde, Poteet, uh, You know. the It's been a a struggle at the start. Um, Pearsall, um, both on the uh, boys and the girls. uh, I don't remember seeing any results as of yet. So um, I know they're a brand new school uh, for that here. So, you know, we'll give them time and and see what happens in district. But uh, your thoughts on on district, you know, especially coming from 27 where it seems like there were some powerhouses through here, this one here. You know at least early season um looks like it, you know it'll be a struggle to figure out who the top four are at this yeah
1: <laughs> it, this is this is probably one not probably not one of the strongest districts for foray uh, but i think it's, it's an even
0: a, district though yeah I mean, it's I think a, that, it,
1: that'll be as far as like it's not not traditionally like you don't have that traditional soccer powerhouse like you some of the other districts mm-hmm. have You know, like you mentioned, it's going to be – but I still kind of give the edge to Forzo. Like I said, they dropped down from 5A to 4A. You know, they were in a tough district last year with with Southwest, you know, Legacy, Southside, Medina Valley. I think coming from that, it's going to help them, you know, establish themselves in this district. I think Pleasanton will challenge them. Um, And then the rest, you know, I think it's going to be a dogfight for the last two spots of the district. I mean, I I think this could be the year for Hondo. I think I think that they have a really been good on shot. the Hondo train. <laughs> yeah. I mean they they've returned a lot of you know, like I said, when we saw them last year, they had a lot of good talented mm-hmm. players and, and you know it was a first year program. Hopefully they'll take that next step, you know, year or two to get into the playoffs and then and hopefully go for beyond. But they had some good a good quarter players and like I said, they were young, so they it should be have everybody kind of back. Ovalde. I know they've played some really tough five A six A teams, you know, and in the just and the record shows, but but that's going to help them. Like I said, you yeah. know, when you come to district to district play, uh, and like I said, I don't see Petit maybe challenging, you know, for a playoff spot. And Pearsall, we like I said, it's still a question mark. You know, they're still listed as, as being in the district, but they haven't reported anything, so I don't know who they've played and so forth.
0: For me, I think Givaldi in- ends up third. And I think between Hondo and Somerset, I think that's going to be your fourth. Yeah, uh, you know whoever, because it's a two-legged uh, home and away. Uh, wh- whoever, whoever uh, gets you know gets the most points out, out of those two. No. Uh, in my opinion, I think how that's going to shake out. But uh, I, I do think Evaldi does get it together and, and move up when when it comes to district play as well. Uh, moving to the ladies. Uh, District twenty six four A uh, uh, Wimberley eight oh one Davenport nine one one, Bernie seven one Canyon Lake, six and three and Bandera Fredericksburg and, and Great Hearts, um, you know uh, you know I think think you're going to be on the outside looking in for you know for this year but uh, uh, the top four loaded, yeah
1: this this is probably the toughest one of the toughest districts for four A girls soccer and. You got four teams that are going to challenge for that for that title, and Wimberley won it last year. Wimberley had a good result; they had a they came they were down two nothing against Alamo Heights, and they ended up tying them. So that's a big confidence booster, you know, to tie one of the five a five a region four top teams, and you know that for them to go into the district play, it's that's going to be a big boost. Davenport, like I said, they've done well too. Like I said, they had a lot of a lot of players back. Uh, same thing with Bernie. The only setback they had was uh, against one of the top-ranked teams here in the city, which is with his O'Connor. You know, so no shame or, or for Bernie to lose to an O'Connor team that's that's loaded too as well. So and then Canyon Lake, like I said, they're 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 doing well, well. And like I said, those are probably those are probably your four. They're going to win the district. And as far as who wins it, it's like I said, it's it's going to be a toss-up. You know. And it's going to come down to who can win at home and who can steal points on the road, yeah. and that, I think that's going to be the big difference maker.
0: Twenty-seven Lavernia four and one, uh, Yokum two three and one, uh, Kennedy five and four, uh, Fox Tech young young women's leader Gonzalez uh, Memorial and, and great uh, great Hurts. This is going to be another one of those districts where I think Lavernia uh, probably is going to be the class. I think you know mm-hmm. from, from listening to you. Um, but, uh, you know, who finishes third or who finishes third, who finishes fourth. Um, I think at this point, you're picking a name out of the hat at this point.
1: Yeah. There's going to be a toss up for this. Like I said, Laverne is a pro- is the, is the class of this of district 27 Seven a, I, I don't see anyone challenging them. Um, and then it's going to be, who's going to want the, the, the last three playoff spots. I think it's going to come down to, you know, with, I think it's going to come down to Yokum, Kennedy, Fox tech, Maybe Gonzales in young women's leadership. Like I said, it's 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 going to be a barn burner for <laughs> to who comes out in this this these last three spots. But like I said, Lavernia should have no problem winning this district.
0: Moving on to uh, District Twenty Eight: uh, Uvalde Eight and Two, Pleasanton Four Five and Two. Floresville, uh, one, two, and one. Pearsall, Somerset, nothing's been reported. Hondo, Potete, uh, nothing, you know, 0 and 2. Unfortunately, ones that seem to be reporting uh, on this here is, you know, Uvalde and Pleasanton. Uh, so it's really, to me, it's really hard to give a fair assessment of, of this district. Yeah. Well, well, from last year, like I
1: said, Uvalde had that run until they ran into Bernie. Uh, they had a good, like I said, I had him in also in my, in my rankings. Uh, they had a good showing at that Highway 36 tournament out over there out east. So, and that they played some of the best 4A teams, for, like I said, in Region Three. So that I think that's helped them. Um, this it, the uh, the challenge is going to be from Pleasanton. I think it's, it's going to be those two are gonna ch- will be challenged for the district title. After that, I do I think Floridale. Well, I think they'll get that third spot, and then the last spot's going to I think it's going to come down to uh, possibly maybe. I think it's going to be Somerset or Hondo for that four
0: spot. But like I said here, hopefully we'll, when district comes, we'll, we'll start to get a little bit more action filled in on that. Uh, moving to 5A here, uh, 5A district uh, twenty six, uh, Smithson Valley uh, 7-0, uh, Piper 6-0-1, brand new school. Uh, Canyon Cougar at 6-2, Kerbal Tivey 3 one Bernie Champion 2-2. Vets Memorial respectable three four Seguin and Wagner uh, got a victory on the board, but uh, have a full when it comes to district. Uh, not going to see a lot of movement up the up the standings. Yeah, this, like I said, this is probably one of the
1: toughest districts in you know for Region Four for five A. Um, I think eventually the, what's going to come down to who wins the district. It's going to be. I still think it's going to be two between Bernie Champion and Spinsome Valley, even though the you know the champion's record doesn't reflect on it right now, but it just shows that they're, because they're playing teams that are, you know, they're state caliber, high ranked. So, uh, you know, that's, that's pre- where their preparation for them. And like I said, last year, they got hot in the playoffs and ended up knocking off the district champ, which was district spring Well, the state champ, which was gripping spring. So yeah, I think he's going to come out of those two. The, the one to keep an eye on is the, is the Canyon Cougarettes. I get, I did get to see them play a few weeks ago. Like I mentioned, they have some talent, and I, I think they may they'll pro- they probably could sneak up on Champion and and some Valley. In. And I think they're going to give them a, a a a heck of a game when when they face each other. That four spot, I think there's some, uh, you know, I think there's a couple teams that could challenge for that four spot. I think Piper could be the one, that, you know, being the first year in varsity. I think they have an opportunity to, to get to sneak in into the playoffs. Uh, Kerrville maybe, cha- you know, could challenge them. Maybe even Veterans Memorial. Um, they will be a challenge. I think those are the three. I think they're going to challenge for that fourth spot, and then Sigin and, and Wagner, like I said, I, I you know, I, they're just <laughs> and. and and then, Like I said, no disrespect to them because they're just in a real tough challenge. But I'm sure, like I said, they're going to make their games competitive and so forth.
0: Moving to District 27, uh, Alamo Heights, uh, 5-0-3, 2-0-0-District, Jefferson 2-0-District, 4-3, Highland, uh, Highland Owls uh, 2-0, MacArthur 1-0, Edison 1-1, Burbank, uh, Sam Houston, Breckenridge and Lanier, uh, still looking for that first district win, uh, for that right year. So, um, looking at the matches here, Alamo Heights, uh, you know, they got a W, but to me, when I was looking at the score it was a little bit closer than what I thought as far as for the last match here, that, you know, then, then, than what you'd think going into it, where, um, they moved into this district and you knew they were going to be the heavyweight, but, uh, you know it, it it wasn't a walk in the park for, you know I, I forgot who they played yesterday but uh, i think edison uh, yeah i think it was edison as well but yeah to me i was kind of uh you yeah, know to me I was, I was i was i was happily surprised that that it you know wasn't you know that it was a, a decent game it looked like it, as far as for the score
1: well that was, i think that was the boys game that that was a close one cuz i was looking at the yeah the girls game uh, I hear uh, Alamo Heights winning ten, ten to nothing. Oh, okay, my bad. It's the wrong one. <laughs> no worries. Uh I say like for me, I think Alamo Heights is going to run away with this district. Right, yeah. I just don't see. I think. I think the one team that may that kind of challenge it might be MacArthur Jefferson. I think those two will give them a fight. Uh, uh, MacArthur had a big win last night. They won eight nothing. Um, they're at, they're at a, over there at Blossom. Um, you know, I think eventually when it comes to the plus, like I said, it'll be Alamo Heights first. I think Macarthur ends up getting the second spot. I think Jeff gets the third, and then I think it's going to be between I think Highlands and Edison, and possibly Burbank. I think they'll fight for that last spot.
0: Yeah, I was trying to figure out which one because there was a game that I was caught off guard on. I'm trying to go back through with the Alamo Heights there, but do uh, they right here? Uh, 28, uh, Southwest six and two Medina four and four South side four and six and one or four, four, one for Medina value South side, four, six, and one legacy two, three, two, uh, South San, uh, two, three, El, uh, El Paso, Um uh, Eagle, Eagle pass, uh, CC win, uh, one, two, and one Harlandale and McCollum Cowboys, uh, you know, wrapping it up here. So, uh, Looking at early season, you know, I think this is still Southwest, uh, you know, division, you know, as far as, you know, for for winning it. But uh, who fills out the rest of the playoffs?
1: I, I think what you see in this as far as, um, they're on the top four, well, I think those are probably going to be your playoffs teams. I mean, Dino Valley should – I think that between them and Southside and Southwest Legacy are going to fight for second, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't think South Sand, South Sand or Eagle Pass win have enough to get to that last spot. I'm, the one I'm surprised is McCullum because they uh, they they made the playoffs last year, and I saw them la- last year in the playoff game against Jeff, and they gave Jeff everything they can handle in that game. And um, I'm, I'm so, I think maybe this is a rebuilding year for them. Um, same thing with Harland. I'm a little surprised with those records too, and so it could be rebuilding years for them, and they'll, you know, be young and have young young players coming in. But as far as District 28, 5A, it's, it's going to be like I all Southwest. You know, like I've seen them play a couple times already. They had a big win against um, against harland They beat. Uh, I saw them against Wagner. and did live stream that game. They they can touch the ball really well. You know, they can. They really do stretch the field out. They had some key. Their midfield is real good. Same thing with their forwards. Uh, they made some shots that were a little wide and a little high, but but they're not they're not afraid to take you know to take those. Uh, and I think Southwest did take the, the good step in the right direction of playing tougher opponents mm-hmm. in the non district. I think they get to prepare more for the playoff run.
0: Moving to uh, Region Four District Twenty Six Boys, uh, Piper Warriors seven two and one. River Tyvy uh 4 2 1 uh, Bernie Champion 2 0 oh, and 1 uh, Canyon uh 4 3 1 Wagner 2 and 2 Smithson Valley 4 and 6 Veterans Memorial uh 3 and 6 in Seguin, 1 3 and 1 uh Smithson Valley improved the record quite a bit from you know the first week here so you can already see you know the you know they're going to be possibly moving. we well, are going to probably move it up uh, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to the district but uh piper warriors uh i know we i saw you know aj place or stevens and and they played uh played a piper and and they were they were a decent team you know they're, they're a pretty good team especially for a first year school so your thoughts on district 26 any any surprises uh outside of piper uh leading it at this early early junction of the season
1: um, I'm not too surprised how it is right now because it's still early on. Like, I'm not surprised with Cincinnati Valley's record because because of the teams that they've been playing. You know, they're they've been challenging themselves. You know, you know they played Ray, they've played Reagan and some of the other tough teams. You know, up in, in the Austin area. So I think they're gonna, like I said, they'll move up. I, I still see them as one of the favorites to win the district, but you know, gotta give it a Piper. You know, they've you know for being a first year varsity. But you know, but they're still an experienced team because, like I said, they're returning players from last year. Even though know, they played a JV schedule last year, those, those core players are really showing that you know they have a lot of chemistry. So they'll challenge um, Spencer Valley for the district title. Uh, hopefully, Brandy Chapman bounces back. I know they had some little couple of setbacks, especially last year. I think they'll be in the mix. And then that last spot, I, I think it may come down to maybe Kerrville and, 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 and Canyon um, for that, you know, for the fourth spot.
0: So moving to 27, uh, Alamo Heights, uh, Brackenridge, Edison, Sam Houston, Jefferson, uh, MacArthur, uh, Lanier, Burbank, and Highland. So 2 and 0 wins so far for Alamo Heights. And Edison and Sam Houston have split their, their two results. Oh, and Jefferson should be higher because they're one and no. Uh, sorry about that here uh, for Jefferson. Uh, should be uh, in third at this point. But uh, your thoughts on District 27 uh, at this point?
1: Uh, Alma Heights, still the favorite. I know they recently won that Corpus Christi tournament, but they had a close call last night against Edison. You know, they are mm-hmm. at home, so they were able to squeak a 3 2 win.
0: 3 2, yeah.
1: Um, so, that, like I said, it's not going to be a cakewalk for them. They are going to be challenged. And uh, I did see Brackenridge play last night, and then actually it was a penalty. For this district, they, they do tie. They do, go to, they do go to penalty kicks. So, I, I think they get – yeah, I think you get three points for the win, two points for a penalty kick win. I think one for the tie or well, loss or penalty kick, something like that. Um, Brack, they looked all right. You know, they were – you know, they had some, you know – lapses when they did play MacArthur there of some, some of the goals, but I th- I think Brackenridge will, ha- will be a challenge to get into the play, get into the playoffs. Sure Edison too. Um, like I said, they had a big win s- Saturday when I live streamed the game versus Dapper for them to come down three goals down to win. I think that was a good confidence booster and then to lose, you know, to lose at Alamo Heights just by one shows that, you know, they're going to be a contender this year. Um, also, keep an, eye, keep an eye on Sam Houston, I know that the record doesn't reflect on them. I know they had a big good run last year, uh, make, finally making the playoffs. I, I think they'll be in the mix. Same thing with Jeff. They'll be in the mix. So the, there's about five or, five, five or six teams. Like I said, MacArthur, you know, I, I think they have some talent on the team. They could surprise some of those teams that are in, in District 27. But I think there's like a four or five team right, as far as playoffs from from two to four. I think we have about five teams that can all challenge those spots, but I don't know for sure. I think Alamo
0: Heights will take care of win this district. So you think Alamo Heights and Brackenridge pretty safe on, on making the playoffs? Uh, Brackenridge, like I said, they, they,
1: watching them, they, they did struggle a bit and they had to come oh, from behind. They? Yeah. They had to come from behind. And, and like I said, they did win and the, and the penalty kick shootout, you know, even that they were behind because they missed the first kick and, so if you didn't see it, like, cause I haven't go to our Facebook page, you can actually see the the key PKs on, on that. And but they came back, they found a way to win. And but there's still some some things that they they do need to fix defensively. When I you know, cause MacArthur did kind of hurt them a bit, especially with some of the passes on the outside and some on their attacks. So, but I, that's nothing that can, they can't be fixed. But I think I think Bracken will be in the mix as far as the playoffs. Yeah, they'll, they'll be in the mix.
0: 28 uh Harlandale ten and one uh southwest seven and one medina valley six five one and then a drop off Uh Southside two and five southwest legacy one and four mccollum one and five uh eagle pass uh cc win oh and four with three draws south sand uh, uh, was six and one um, when i was doing the standings here because uh, i you know i, I I've been the Southwest homer on here for what three years, <laughs> so, <laughs> since I've been on this good stretch. Maybe even four now. Uh, they had a good come uh, come, uh, according to the social media, come from behind win, uh last night. And but I, I won't lie, I was kind of shark, uh, shocked that you know Harlandale, at, you know ten and one on the year. Uh, I, I hadn't been paying that much attention to Harlandale to be honest with you. So, yeah.
1: yeah, Harlandale's kind of been under the radar. And I I think, you know, they is this the year that they challenge um Southwest Somewhere. for the dis yeah, for the district title. Uh and like I said, I did get to see, you know, some of Southwest play and that win that win they had last night at um at Loreto Alexander. You know, and Alexander is a you know six a, a regional core finalist from last year. Well, they yeah you know, they made it last year to the state uh, original um, uh, semifinals last year, uh, so that's that's a good quality win for them. You know, kind of looking at Harlandale's schedule, um, some key wins. You know, they had a good win versus Veterans Memorial. They had a tie with Liberty Hill. That's a good that's a good result there because Liberty Hill is probably going to be one mm-hmm. of their favorite, I think they're a fair for their district up there in the Austin area. Um, a one-win-zero, a win-zero win over Pflugerville. That's another good team. Um, a a low, close loss to Bernie Champion. You know, you know they only lost one-nothing to them. Um, so there's they're some, you know, they bit, did beat Piper. You know, that's a good another good win for them. So think sprout, like I said, I think, you know, was this a K-Wall for Southwest? Uh, you know, Harland might have a say on this. and but I also think Southwest is going to – I think they played a little tougher – more non-district games than Harlandale. So I think they're a little bit more battle-tested coming into the district play. So I still see Southwest as, you know, as my top team as far as for the win the district. But Harlandale is probably going to be your runner-up. And then after that, you know, I think I'll, I'll be down to – for the last two playoffs, I'll be down between Medina Valley and Southside and Legacy.
0: But, we, you, you know, you for years have, have harped on Southwest to mm-hmm. get a little bit tougher schedule. So um they're doing what you ask, so we'll see mm-hmm. how well it goes. And we showed the improvement last year in the playoffs, where they went a couple—I think two rounds further than they had uh, the previous year. Uh, For that here, but still you know right out, right out here. But six uh, yeah, So
1: go ahead. Yeah, then like I said, the last year they lost to to Georgetown and Peak, I but, and, that, and I think they lost one nothing. But and I think they kind of learned from that. And like I said, in, the, in looking at kind of some of the non-district schedule, they've they've played some teams from from that area, and also they played some you know some of the tougher teams. You know, the one setback that they did have this year was against Los Fresnos, which is a 6A, one of the better teams from the valley. I think they're going to be the favorite, for, I think, for 32 6A. So no shame on losing to a, a good quality team for them. So I think they've kind of see the big picture. Say, hey, we got to play quality teams to get us, because maybe our district's not so you know, as deep as some other ones, we can, you know, we need to kind of toughen up getting ready, you know, and and hopefully that'll help them get into the hub and make another deep run like they did a couple years ago. And
0: then for 6A, uh, District 4, or Region 4, District 27, Cibolo 5 and 2, New Braunfels 3, 4 and 1, Converse 3 and 6, or pardon, Jetson 3 and 6, San Marcos. Uh, one and three shirts uh the uh, three uh, three uh, losses four draws uh east central uh five and uh, five losses one draw uh the thing that sticks out to me is uh clemens still uh, not not you know doesn't doesn't have a w on, on, on the year uh after seven matches uh to me that that's you know especially after the last two three seasons that's, that's a little bit uh a big change yeah i mean
1: they've played a Probably the one of the most brutal non-district schedules. I mean, in in the state. I mean, just kind of looking at them. You know, they've they've played an Irving uh, High team from the Dallas area, who's probably one of the hottest teams up there in the Dallas area. Um, they've played teams like Ron Rock, South Lake Carroll, Farmall uh, Marcus. Um, you know, Ron, you know Ron Rock. You know, you know they've played some of the elite teams. In 6A and 5A. And then, and like I said, that's that's good for them because it's gonna, like I said, it's preparing them for the district run and also for the deep playoff round, especially in that that first round game. Last year they played Lee and they were able to knock off Lee. And like I said, they're gonna have to play one of those northeast ISD teams, which is stacked. So this is a preparation for that. And this weekend they're heading out east again, they're going to doing the the boys I ten shootout.
0: Yeah, they're I playing that uh, Friendswood, Friendswood Baytown, Sterling, team. and Houston DeCaney? I think that's the.
1: I, I think they're we're well, here on the CM. They're playing Friendswood, <laughs> Georgetown, and Deer Park. Uh,
0: this is so, Max Prep, so it could be wrong. Yeah.
1: So Friendswood, Georgetown, which last the team that knocked off um Southwest last year, and Deer Park's always been a traditional soccer power down in Houston area. So another three quality playoff teams that they're going to be ready for, you know, to get them ready for district play. Uh, I still think, you know, the Bronfels is the favorite for the district, but I think it's going to come down between them and Clements. Still, I think they'll get the third spot, Uh, fourth spot. I think it's going to come down to probably Judson and maybe uh, San Marcus.
0: And they don't actually start district until February 7th. So Yeah, being the smaller Uh, district. (laughs) They've still got time that uh, here moving to district 28 um on the boys uh, johnson three three and two one and oh in district uh, reagan one and zero in district three three and two uh lee eight oh and one brandeis uh three oh and three um they played last night uh, to a zero zero draw and i know you can talk a little bit about that clark one and one churchill one and one roosevelt madison And Marshall, uh, you know, still haven't got the win. Roosevelt, I think if you're looking at their record, seems a little bit uh, hard undone uh, for that here. But uh, to me, you know, you got to see, I believe you got to see uh, Lee and Brandeis here uh, for that here. Uh, So your thoughts on the match that ended 0-0 in, in, you know, I know they're ranked third or third here at this, but I, I think we both expect both those teams to yeah. Uh, move up to one and two uh as we get further into district play
1: yeah that was my kind of co-, co game of the week well that was more my the game of the week for the boy side uh i'll have a girls girls game of the week which will be coming up this friday which i'll'll I'll say but this i live streamed this game last last night i was very really, really looking forward to this game because both of them did go to austin for the elite showcase uh what, what can you say about lee they breeze through that they did not allow a go in that showcase they knocked off keller um they had some quality w- they knocked off um uh, they had a big win versus uh, I'm trying to remember who they knocked off you i know? can pull it up here for you i think it was um
0: this is 28. trying
1: to remember who they knocked off though. i got
0: but it had- here. Okay. uh come on bad getaway But Brandeis
1: also had a good win. They knocked out uh Rockwell Heath. They tied actually the state champs like Travis. And I think the only setback they had, I think it was versus Capel, but Lee, I think they had a really big win. Oh dripping Springs. They yeah, had a dripping
0: five sp- yeah. 5-0 over Dripping Springs, Keller 1-0, and Missouri City, Ridge Point 2-0. Yeah. Um going back. They haven't the only team that scored on them is Cedar Park. And Central Catholic, uh, you know, Central Catholic, uh, December 29th got a goal. Cedar park got a goal and that's it. So two goals all season so far. Yeah. So this game, this game
1: was, uh, it was back and forth. Uh, there were, it wasn't kind of like in spurts, like one had control for, for a few minutes and the other one, uh, like I said, it was windy. I know, uh, Brandeis had, were taking shots from outside and uh, they had a couple close calls and shots going wide. Lee was on the other hand. They had some good opportunities there uh, on, on the second half beginning. I think Brandeis really was the aggressor for about a good 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden leaf kind of swip, flipped the switch on them and Lee had a peak, uh, got a PK um, and they missed it. It was <laughs> He just—I don't know—he just went up, kicked it right <laughs> directly at the goalkeeper. I'm <laughs> Like, hey, oh, what happened here? Uh, yeah, it was. I think that would have been. I think had they scored that game, they you know, like I said, they would have, they would have won the game one nothing. Uh, but they had other opportunities there. But kudos to both goalkeepers for both teams. They made some qualities, you know, world class saves, you know, uh, um, to keep each, t- you know, each team alive. And I know, I know, Brian has had an opportunity in the first half. That they, they, they hit. Actually, in the second half, they hit the post. Um, they also had one on, off of a corner kick. And, you uh, know, there's, I saw a lot of things, you know, the, maybe some that, that both teams kind of need to work on a little bit, but I'm not going to say it because <laughs> I don't want to give too much of it, uh, you know, to the other teams. But, you know, as far as quality of play, both teams have good quality of play. And, you know, they have great offense and they got great, great midfielders and over on um, are all real teams And, and you know, like I said, the results, what they did over this past weekend shows, you know, that they're going to be uh, contenders here for this read, for this region not only for this district, but also for the region. Um,
0: and the rematch for that Lee and, 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 uh, and uh, Brandeis uh, is a Saturday at high noon uh, on, Fe- on February 18th. So, um, if you if you got don't have plans on 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 that weekend, uh, that might be a pretty entertaining game to go out and see and support San Antonio High School soccer. Yeah,
1: we might we might be out there since we can't go to any SCSA games for preseason. <laughs>
0: uh, so this is, this isn't the SA soccer or San Antonio soccer yet. chat or fan <laughs> chat. <pardon. laughs> we're, we're, we'll get fined we'll, by Royce if we get to tune in on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, moving to but, 29, boys, uh, for that But year. just, go, just oh, before go we
1: go on the 20, over 29, just just kind of like, I, I think for as far as, you know, the favorites, and like I said, I think Reagan is still, the, I think, the fair for the district, but they are going to be challenged by, by Brandeis and by, and, and by, uh, by uh, Lee. Uh, keep an eye on Johnson. Johnson's got a good team. They had a big win last time versus Churchill. I think the, the, I think they can get that four spots, but they may could sneak up on a couple, of, you know, with Brandeis and and Lee. So you still I think, think those, Reagan? Well, the Reagan, if they they played some of the same some of the same teams with, with um, with, the, with like with uh, Lee and Brandeis, I, I they still have a good core group of players. They still got their goalkeeper. You know, that game when I saw him against Vincent Valley, they really kind of turned it up. But the one thing I, I was kinda of surprised when I did see him play against Clark, um, Clark really gave him a game. And Clark kind of figured some things out. And you know, kudos to Clark. You know, they you know they lost they lost on a PK on that game. They've improved and well, so keep an eye on them. They may they could sneak up a, a couple teams here, like a little could, could be the that trap game. But you know, they I was surprised that they struggled with them, but I think they'll bounce back and the we will get them ready to go for this one. And like I said, they had a bite this, this Tuesday. They'll be, I know they're playing this Friday, so I think they'll be ready to go. But I think those are, those are your 14s, and more likely are, are going to be your, um, your, your playoff can, as far as making the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, like I said, Churchill, if they can knock up, get a couple, knock quality wins, maybe they can sneak into that fourth spot. But I think that's going to be the – that's what the four teams of YC getting into the playoffs.
0: Moving to 29 boys. Uh, this one's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harlan, 2-0 in district. Holmes, John J. Warren, O'Connor, 1-1. Uh, Taft hasn't played a conference game. Sotomayor has a draw. Stevens a loss and a draw. And Brennan, 0-1. This was a dogfight last year that we talked about. Nothing's changed, except well, I think last year you had what two? It was just it was Harlan and everybody else, you know. I think it's still the same, right? Yeah, changed.
1: Yeah, I think I think Harlan's gonna Harlan's still gonna win this district. I think as far as the the three other playoff spots,
0: (laughs) you know, it's kind
1: of kind of pick here and there. But I, I still think O'Connor O'Connor has enough to get I think they'll get this maybe the second or third spot. Um you know, we'll see if we'll will. see if Holmes makes makes a chance makes a run. I mean, this is their opportunity to, to do it. I think they have the players to do it. You know, can they make that next step? Uh Taft, keep an eye on the Taft boys. I think they've they've done mm-hmm. well. You know, they've done well in the non district. I I think they're they're one that can they're, they're going to, you know, get into the play, you know, to the playoffs. Uh, even so to us, you know, I don't know about Soto-Meyer. No, <laughs> you know, it, I, I think it's, they might be too young still. They're about a, about a year away. To me, Stevens and Soto-Meyer
0: are, are, are going to be the bottom two teams, you know, barring injuries or something else on here. I, I, my son, play you know, plays for junior university, so I've, I've kept up with Stevens this year. They're a good team, but they're not you know, they don't have the same coaches last year and, and it's mm-hmm. not, you know, dismissing, you know, the, the current coach uh, here, but to me, like I said here, they gra- did graduate some, you know, some of the better talent from last year. Um, you know, obviously I live, you know, in, in the Stevens district, so hopefully they win every game, but uh, to me, you know, Soto, uh, Sotomayor and, and Stevens, to me, I, I, I put, you know, kind of at that bottom tier. Um, but yeah, be, you know, between Holmes, John J. Warren, O'Connor, Taft, Brennan, you know, for you know, from two, you know, two through six, six, you know, good good luck. And, and like I said, it, it, I hate to say this, but it may come down to injuries and and um, and high school Who stays healthy. High school momentum. If you can, if you can get build that confidence up, that that matters so much at, at this at this level. Here is. is um, you know, because the kids are pretty even, um, but, you know, having that extra confidence, having that, you know, the difference and maybe in a little bit better coaching, you know, f- you know, one that's got a little bit more experience, but, you know, for, for this district, you know, uh, to me, I, I'd rather pick a name out of the hat, you know, out of hat that, than to predict how this is going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, Harlan, Harlan's going to be probably, like I said, run, will
1: run away, but yeah, two to six or more, like you're going to kind of ballot it out for, for those three playoff spots, and that way, where they'll face, like I said, they'll end up facing the teams from 30, 30, 36 A, which are the Laredo area teams. So, so like I said, Harlan, like I said, Harlan couldn't make another run, but you know, we'll see how they do. You know, going it, you know, once they make the playoffs, if they can knock off some of those Valley teams, like I said, that, that's going to be the key there. Can't can't is is Brownsville like especially like Brownsville, Hannah, and Rivera and Los Fresnos. have they made that step back, kind of come back, you know, as far as getting back to where they were years ago, you know, be that monkey rich to get back into the state, you know, the
0: the regional tournament. I just think this district, it may not have the great teams, but most of the teams are, are decent teams, you know, (laughs) you know, average to above average teams, um, you know, you know, for here. So, uh, you know, like I said, obviously I'm, I'm in the NISD district here. So, I'm excited to see how it shakes out and, and you know, just, uh, despite my comments here, you know, go Falcons, uh, you know, for that here. Um, Alejandro Silva, Harlandale going to be on the map. So yeah, 10 and 1. 10 and 1, yeah. It's going to knock out
1: Southwest. Southwest.
0: <laughs> might, I might, depending on when that game is, I'll, I'll have to see. Yeah, wonder when, when
1: that game that is, yeah. Actually, I think they play, um, let's see. I'm trying to see where they play on that game. Maybe that'll be the game to go to.
0: What's what five a? Yeah,
1: Valentine's Day. Let's see how they uh, play a Valent- Yeah, Valentine's Day at Harland- with Tejano Complex, um, and then the the rematch will be on Friday, March the tenth. So the uh, the day before the <laughs> This AFC home opener, <laughs> hey, that'd be good, huh? You never know, we might be hey, we take a trip out through the Southwest just to cover that game. So that that would be a big. I think that could be it for the district
0: title too. So yeah, probably will be. Uh, for depending on how, you know depending on injuries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the ladies, uh, District Twenty Seven, New Braunfels six and three, San Marcos five four and one. East central four and three uh Judson five and five sibyl steel three four and one uh church clemens three and six here so uh solid district uh you know for right here it's a uh, you know uh, 16 so they won't start uh, district until uh, early february uh your thoughts on district 27 girls
1: uh, at 6 a i braral I will win this like i said they'll, they'll win this one am little surprised with steel and, and, and Clemens, but They've played quality teams like, especially like Steel. Steel's gonna play actually like Trav, uh, actually South Lake Carroll on, on I think on Friday or, or or Saturday. No, Friday. Yeah, Friday. I think I believe in Georgetown. So that's gonna be a big test for them. Um, and and that and that's like I said. And I've kind of been thinking about the girl, like the girls side, which I'll talk about in the next district because South Lake Carroll took played some of those teams for the Northeast, but. I think it'll be coming down as far as the playoffs. Like I said, I still think Steele and Clemens will bounce back. Uh, like I said, nothing wrong playing with those tough teams because it's going to prepare them. Uh, the last spot, I think, is going to come down to Sam Martin. Like I said, Sam Arcaz, Central Judson. Uh, Judson had a bad loss yesterday. They they lost to Bernie uh, up in Bernie, uh, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully they can bounce back from that. And but like I said, it's gonna be Nebraska, Civilos, and Clemens as far as playoffs. And then we'll, I think it'll be a three team fight for the last playoff spot.
0: Moving to 28, uh, Lee 8 0, 2 0 in district, uh, Madison 5 2 1, Reagan 3 3 1, 1 0 in district, uh, Johnson 1 0 in district, Clark and Brandeis have split, Churchill, uh, with the draw with Madison, uh, Roosevelt, and Marshall. Uh, despite early season success, uh, 0 and 2 in, in districts so far here. So, this one I think you've mentioned, uh, for the last two years, uh, the group of death uh, as far as districts for probably women's soccer in, in the state, right? Yeah, that's
1: are- this is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like I said, Reagan's, st- I think, still the top team for that. Um, Keep an eye on Lee, because last night, like I said, I, I stuck around for a little bit, watched the Lee game versus Brandeis, which was, a, was another good game. you know. But Lee and Lee girls end up winning that one 5-0. And I, I think that game, you know, they they, they sent a message out to the rest of the district, hey, we're, we're here to contend. And I, I think they can give Reagan a run for their money. Um, same thing with Madison. I think and and Johnson. So I think those are the, it's a four team, I think it's going to be a four team race, you know, for, for those playoff spots and even for the district title. Um, Can Brandeis bounce back from it? I think they can, if if they can get, get kind of get together. Uh, Clark, still a good team. Uh, I I think there's some things in it kind of, I, I know they lost a lot from graduation, great goalkeeper, uh, but, but they need to find some offense. I know last week I saw the game versus, um, uh, versus Reagan, and they gave they Reagan a tough time, but they still need to find some offense up front. And the one thing also from this district, they did play some of the top teams. They did play – three of them did play South Lake Carroll and didn't have a good result, but hopefully out of that, they learn, you know, what, what needs to – you know, how to get to that, you know, be at that level. To contend, especially in, in this region, because like I said, they start to contend with teams like Lake Travis and Westlake, and now Dripping Springs, in, you know, and that their side of the bracket for the
0: playoffs. I miss uh, Dripping Springs because they're not in our our districts anymore. I might have to throw <laughs> throw that in on. How is Dripping Springs doing here? They actually won
1: last night. They won two nothing versus Austin Bowie. <laughs>
0: Uh, 29 that uh, last week, I, I missed this one here. So my bad on the district 29 ladies here, uh, O'Connor eight and two Warren eight and two, both two and oh in district, uh, Brendan bears, uh, six, two, O and one, uh, or pardon me, uh one and oh in district, uh, Sotomayor five, three and two, uh, one and oh in district Stevens two, four, um, you know, one split in district here. Taft hasn't played, but four, oh on the season, John Jay, um, 8-2-1, uh, uh, so they were undefeated out of district, but so far 0-2 in district. Uh, Holmes 3-4, and four, and Harlan uh, Sending in the basement at this point at 0-2 for that here, which is you know, historically uh, not where they've been.
1: And I, I do have an update. Uh, Taft did play tonight uh, against – the Taft girls did play tonight against um, Brennan, and Taft did win 2-1. to one. Oh, nice. So ta- so taff is one and zero in district. Brennan's it's one and better. one.
0: One and one, yeah,
1: yeah. So and then and like I said, those and and then and then my other game of the week for the girls is going to be this Friday Friday at five at Northside Taff versus O'Connor. So that so you'll see me out there. Um, so I'll be covering that game. So is it was like curse or Augustusson. Augustusson. It'll, it'll be on the grass fields. I think field number two.
0: North, so, Northside. Uh, so too. I'll
1: be, the yeah, north side too, so I'll be there. It's just the same thing, like last year. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna. It's a three course race between Taff Brennan and and O'Connor. You know, and it, it, like I said, Taff was able to come back. I I, I think Taff uh, w- took the lead, and then Brennan came back and tied it, and then I think the last nine minutes, I think Taff was able to get the second goal and hold on. Um, so now the next, like I said, the next tough <laughs> tough game for Taff is gonna be O'Connor and. O'Connor, uh, well, you know, had a good weekend at the Southwest ISD showcase. They, they beat some, They beat Bernie and they beat a couple other teams as well. Um, so those are the three teams I think are going to pro- – like I said, those are our three playoff teams, but those are the three who are going to contend for that district title. But I'm going to give the – I think I'm going to give the edge a little bit to Taft. I think, you know, O'Connor has a new coach, new system may take a while for them to kind of get used to but TAF's been very consistent. I think they also they made a smart move. They didn't play this past week and they didn't play a tournament I, I think they want and think they wanted to take a little rest. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you're, you're you're in a 19 district so you're playing 16 district games it's a long haul. And especially knowing that you're going to play the top two teams from last year you know right away you know, I think that's it's for them to kind of rest and you know heal up a bit and get ready for these games. As far as the first spot, that's going to be up in the air. You know, I'm, like I said, Harlan. I'm surprised Harlan down. I did see them play. You know, I, I think the key for them is is how how you know can they generate any offense up front. You know, and that, and that was you know they had some problem, you know issues with that when I saw him looking at Southwest and same thing with, with O'Connor. O'Connor. Um, John Jay, you know, they started out hot, but like I said, they're all 0-2 in district
0: play. To be fair, they're two two losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to O'Connor uh, 6-0, uh, and then they lost to Warren 3-0. So, their two losses are two probably the two best two best teams, in yeah. you know, in, in, in the district. So, it, this week here, they get the uh, uh, Jay versus Stevens on Friday the twentieth. And then next Tuesday, they get Sotomayor uh, yeah. for that here. So you know, we'll, we'll see how they turn it around. But um, as far as why they're 0-2, because j- I was just kind of interested yeah. to see who they had played. But, yeah, they played the top two in, in the district.
1: Yeah, they, well, they stopped have Taft. They just have Oc- uh, yeah. Brennan. <laughs> so I, th- I think the one game is they're going to have to come back and win that game versus that second game when they play Warren again They can, uh, for that tiebreaker. Uh, but Warren, what can you say about Warren? They you know they're taking care of business right now. But like I said, they still haven't played the the top, the top three yet. Uh, but I, I think maybe Warren might be, end up being that. I think for the fourth spot, it could be end up between Warren and Jay. You know, I don't see Holmes and Harlan. I think maybe
0: continuing this year. Yeah, Warren and Taft next Tuesday at seven uh, at Northside Field One uh, for that right here. So so big test for them. Yeah, so Taft, you know, speaking of tough schedules, uh, uh, Taft plays Brennan tonight. Um, they won two to one. Two to one. They get O'Connor on Friday, and then they get Warren on on the following Tuesday. So uh, by the time we get together next Wednesday, we'll have a pretty good idea where where Taft is uh, mm-hmm. you know, against uh, three quality teams. Now we know they already uh, got past the first one. Yeah, if they can beat O'Connor. And then get
1: by Warren. Uh, uh, that's going to make them clear-cut favorite, you know, because like I said. And then the rest of their schedule, you know, not to put down the other teams, you know, it's not, it's not, as, it's not going to be as, 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 difficult like from the from the start. So they can actually, you know, get ahead. Maybe, maybe it'll rest some players. And then when they do the second round again, you know, that's that's where it's going to come into play as far as trying to seal that district title.
0: Didn't Taft beat O'Connor late last year? Yeah, but O'Connor kind of came back and beat came them back in, in the playoffs, playoffs right? But yeah. they knocked them out of winning the. I think they won it. Then won the district because of that, but they got to win it matter more in the playoffs. That's right. Sure.
1: You see, and and the, and, the, and the way the schedule was last year, that those three teams played towards the end. This year's now it's more in, uh, in in the beginning, so it, 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 you know, does it play in? You know, you know, it's really you. Know, like I said, you have to play your best. Like for those four teams, you have to play your best. You got to get some points out of it, or get some wins, in order, because you can't depend on some of the other teams, you know, to hopefully knock them off. You know, towards the end, again, to to the either the district title, or depending what seeding you want to get for the playoffs.
0: So, game of the week. Uh, I know you mentioned the girls. Is there a boys' game of the week that you're? Well, this this week
1: was was Lee, the Lee boys versus Brandeis. That was my game of the mm-hmm. week. It's like what's we'll, we'll, a zero-zero tie. So this week, this week's uh, girls' game of the week. It's going to be the the Taff versus O'Connor on Friday at 5 p.m. There at Northside Two. So if you have a chance, ch- check it out. Like I said, I'll have the hopefully I'll have the live stream on there. Follow us here on on the on, on Facebook. We'll have it on there. It should be a great game. Like I said, this will determine who who kind of takes the, the the district lead early on.
0: Any uh anything on fifty fifty that you've got coming up here? Um, I believe you've got a new co-host.
1: Yeah, well Steve, yeah Steve Sanchez, uh, he's c- coming on on board. Uh, Steve, actually, me and go way back. Actually, we've coached together when we used to coach for Texans, and he still coaches with Premier. Let's see, he's, he's he's got a good eye on high school. He actually was texting me some of the scores I was going on for tonight's game there with Taffin, and and um and and Brent and Brennan. Uh, so you'll probably, you see him in some of the games with me. He may do a couple you know, live streams with me to hop on the board, to give some commentary and all that. And, but you know, like we are having to have him on board and I'm sure we'll have him for there for the, for the uh, bracketology. He's got a wealth of knowledge of some of these teams too, as well to give us an insight of, on, on, on the picks. But, um, Great to have him on board, and then, like I said, I'm looking for Like I said, first, uh, I think we'll be, I think the 50 50 will be back in a few weeks, and I'll have a a, I'll have a – I'll still have a – what's it called? Um, I should have back the, the top 15 power rankings for the state for
0: the state. Uh, Rafa power rankings, the RPI. Ooh. The RPI, yeah. Any final thoughts on this one here for, uh, for uh, high school soccer? Uh, on sunday uh we promise royce is uh, committed uh, to being uh the first uh episode, first unofficial episode of uh the san antonio fc fan cast here uh one of the things that we wanted to do was kind of make sure that we have clear identifiers on, on shows. So this one's obviously just high school. Uh, the other one will be built around just San Antonio FC. Um, and then we do have another one in the, in the, in the mix. So, you know, it's going to just be sports or just general stuff. Uh, we'll talk some WWE. Um do uh, speaking of wrestling, I know Rafa, you're uh, a big uh, fan of it, uh, and several of us are. Um, unfortunately, sad news out of uh, wrestling yesterday. With Jay Briscoe, yeah, um, unfortunately passed away. Um, wasn't the biggest name, but you know, as far as like they never made it to WWE. Um, not necessarily; but it was more their choice at, at the end. Uh, for that where they turned it down but uh, uh class move by wwe i'm sure to, uh, you know uh, um aew will definitely be uh showing something i think it's tonight right or tomorrow night yeah right, yeah. right. and uh, impact we' will will we'll, we'll be doing something but uh huge loss for the wrestling uh community and, and especially with uh, uh royal rumble being at the dome on on saturday uh for that here so i know this is high school soccer but uh you know you and I are both huge wrestling fans, and, and uh, it was kind of sad to see uh, see that. But to me, one of the great things was seeing the entire wrestling community, uh, you know, come out and show support and, and condolences to, to uh, the family of. Uh, you know, the family of the gentleman that passed away. I know you follow them a little bit closer than I do on AEW. Yeah. Your, your thoughts? Yeah, the, uh, even uh, with Briscoe. Ring of Honor, I got the
1: pleasure to see them a few years ago when they came here to San Antonio. Um, you know, the Briscoes are one of the best tag teams of all time, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, you know, wrestling in WWE, but they held titles, not only in Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, they wrestle on AEW. They're also on New Japan, Japan uh, yeah. pro, pro Wrestling, Noah, uh, mm-hmm. even to the new GCW. Um, what I heard, like I said, like for busted open this morning. Like I said, you know, Jay Briscoe is probably one of the nicest guys. Right.
0: Uh, family guy,
1: you, family guy too. When you, when you look said,
0: at him and and when he does his promos, you wouldn't think that, but you know, everybody was like, you know, it's a huge loss to the community, but what he did for his family and as a father. Um, you know, it you know, like said, and, and that goes with anybody if you've got a family here. Yeah. But, uh, to me, like I said, here, that I thought I won't lie, I thought about you. I thought about sending, sending you a text at the because you were still at the- oh, yeah, I
1: saw the alert and I was like shocked about it because, like I said, they because they're they were supposed to be in the next pay per view for Ring of Honor, I think in March. So I think to defend their titles, uh, like I said, they had a big, brutal match with FTR and. I was surprised. The the other thing is today is his brother's birthday, Mark.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: His 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 38th birthday. So, you know, prayers out to his family and also to the daughters who were in the accident as well. I know one needed a surgery, the other one was was in serious, had some serious injuries, but was stable. So prayers, you know, to to their family, hopefully everything, you know, the two daughters do come out all right from this.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that gets underrated and we, we both talked about just the tag team, but Jay also had multiple uh championships as as you know, as a individual as as well. So, um he he was one that you know would definitely um I know you hear a lot of the fighting at the higher levels, but I think uh, you know from a wrestler to a wrestler, sports entertainer to sports entertainer uh, you know, like I said here, it's, you know, you gotta respect the craft that they do and, and how athletic and, um, how they put their bodies on the line for, you know, for our entertainment. So, um, other final thoughts, sorry to kind of put that no, on. No worries. That, that was, that was something that, uh, I know you and I both, you know, follow yeah. and, um, you know, it's, you know, when you have a major impact like that, you know, even though we are a high school soccer show, uh, it's something that, that, you know, that you know should be mentioned in my opinion. Yeah,
1: just final thought because <laughs> I just uh, happy f- fifth anniversary for the show. Like I said, hopefully more years to come and more fun, <laughs> and um, hopefully we'll get maybe the whole team, like everybody who was in the show. We'll, we'll do like a little anniversary show all, all together just to just to talk soccer and.
0: I think Scott's avoiding me. I, I don't know why, but every time I ask him, he's got something with the family. And, and you know, Scott's very family oriented. Don't you know? Yeah, but, uh, I, I think always... he can sacrifice one night. <laughs> Dude, just two minutes, man. Just two yeah. minutes.
1: <laughs> well, we can get like, even Jose and, and Todd, and we we'll yeah. get everybody else. You know, and that's been on the show. Like I said, you know, the, especially like I said, you you and Scott building the foundation of the show, and and look what what I think what we see now. Like I said, the success of the show, the spreading the word, not only of the high school soccer with SAFC and even the 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 club yeah, team. The, the
0: the part that the, the biggest disappointment to me um has to do with what happened with UPSL here. Mm-hmm. Um that was something that I really got into and unfortunately it fell apart. Um I still talk to uh, you know, every once in a while, John, uh, John and, and Mason, uh, the original uh, teams here in San Antonio. But it just, to me, that was the, the biggest disappointment where on a semi-pro level, on the men's side, it we had that foundation. And then we got greedy, I guess you could say, because, you know, all of a sudden, you had five or six different teams, and and it, it just ate each other up. And yeah, now they're all scattered around. And you know, in uh, 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 um I think has a good Texas division, and there is a, a San Antonio team here. You know, maybe I'm going to start to reach out to them a little bit more because uh, I do miss kind of going to that lower level. Uh, yeah, I know the the you know the Surf uh, or you know Alamo City, you know, rebranded back to Alamo City. Uh, they're in UPSL. They've done, they've done a lot of success in, in uh, UPSL. So that's something that if we could find a stable uh, men's lower league, cause you know, in the women's, well, we got to talk about the women's coming up here. Uh, <laughs> UWS. We'll see how that goes. W the WPSL, the teams that are here, you know, the blossoms, they don't say anything. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to give them coverage. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately for the semi-pros, you know, there's still a lot of uh, room uh, to uh, develop here in San Antonio. But uh, San Antonio FC is uh, looking strong. Um, obviously, the high schools are, are looking strong here. Uh, the Athenians. The Athenians. Well, we got to see where what, the they Athenians have a league, uh, league to play in. That's, that's the issue. Um, Our but, college you know, teams. College teams. The UTSA, yeah, like so maybe that's something where maybe we should focus on a little bit more, because to be honest, what's, we've neglected, uh, you know, college soccer. You know, um, really from the start of the show, we haven't really covered a whole lot on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, that might be something that we can work on. And uh, you know, like I so said here, it, it it should be interesting. we're we're trying to grow the network here uh, for that here, and, and appreciate everybody that tunes in. Uh, already starting to put plans together for the bracketology show uh, for that year. so uh, we're going to be sending out invites uh, soon to uh, 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 possible other creators here uh, you know for that here coach Kano we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have you on for that show um, pack a lunch maybe <laughs> maybe you have to do shifts Yeah, we talked about
1: that. But the eight the eight hours is like when are we gonna break it to (laughs) ten hours? It's gonna be like the Jerry Lewis (laughs) telethon.
0: Well, part part of me would um, part of me would love to see um, it broken up. Yeah, like boys one night, girls another night. But I also think if we do that, it loses some of the luster of it. Because I think part of the part of the niceness is, hey, we're gonna do go through one shot, do it all, and and, and kind of go go from there. Um, you know, you know, for that here. And, and like I said, I know we're getting more more exposure. Um, I wouldn't mind even trying to do it maybe with 50/50, where you know it's you know it's on their side or on our side. You know, there was a way we could figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we could you know could have both platforms you know airing it. So. That, that that would be something that you know maybe we can talk uh, you know with Coach Kano on to see if we can help build you know build this up and it's you know I know we talk about uh, trying to be one of the first for for San Antonio high school uh, coverage but I think that's one of yeah you know, I think we're the only ones that go through the entire bracket yeah um, we're the only ones um, only ones you know, ranked whether that's smart or not that's a whole separate discussion. <laughs> I know lethal. I know lethal does his, you know, does his his uh, predictions uh, through there, but um, on social media and, and you know he, did, you know and know we joke with him on, on his predictions here, but uh, uh, he does put in the work. And then Soy Saf uh, with a S A uh, or not S A, but uh, was it six A? Yeah, soccer, six uh, A soccer guy. Uh, I know he's doing quite a bit uh, and helping out here in the San Antonio area. So that's it for me. Uh, we went an hour and 20, you know, keeping it under, uh, 90 minutes, uh, for that here. So Ro- uh, Rafa was definitely fun. Uh, Royce, no Collins this week. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we, we got to do it. I'm calling you out, uh, for it. Rest your voice, uh, you know, for all this week here. Um, uh, like I said here, uh, no more Spurs, you know, dome show. Uh, you got the uh, Robert you know, Surprise, yeah, Robert. Sp- hey, yeah. hey, check out Robert's tattoo, hey. So, um,
1: it's not the Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl one because well, <laughs> it happened this year,
0: <laughs> it's the Vikings. So, but uh, hope everybody has a great evening, good week. Uh, wish much success to all the, the players and coaches. Um, what's life without goals? We're out of here. Peace.